Welcome to DevOps Chats, the industry-leading podcast for DevOps, digital transformation, cloud native, and cybersecurity. If it's happening, it's happening on DevOps Chats. Now here's your host, CEO of Accelerated Strategy Group, Mitch Ashley. Hi, I'm joined by a couple of special people, some folks that I really enjoy working with from ASG Technologies, different than ASG <laughs> that I work with. So I'm joined today by uh, Jeff Charrington and Anna Murray. Thank you both for being here. Well, thank you very much, Mitch. Uh, I'm Jeff Charrington. I'm Vice President of Product Management for Systems with ASG Technologies. Um, many of you may know ASG. We've been in enterprise uh, infrastructure management software for over 40 years and certainly hold a prominent position uh, as well in enterprise content management. Uh, we're very keen to have the conversation today around how traditional uh, infrastructure meaning the mainframe, uh, aligns with new DevOps initiatives in the, uh, the enterprise. Anna, if you would introduce yourself. Sure. Uh, hi, my name is Anna Murray, uh, and I'm a senior product manager with uh, ASG Technologies, and I work with Jeff Charrington. And I have a, a extensive experience with automation across platforms and data centers, uh, as well as agile transformation for teams. Excellent. Jeff was saying before we started that he used to work in radio. You can tell. <laughs> Very comfortable behind a microphone, no doubt. No doubt. We were talking about everybody's on video these days, so that's, right. that's awesome. Well, great. You know, we've been doing some work together, and we, we do have a report coming out to kind of pre-announce that. Uh, we'll be talking about that a little bit later. But there, there's a lot of myth about DevOps and mainframes. I know even some analysts, I won't name any names, have said, they're two different paths. You shouldn't try to do both. I think the, the uh, jury has started to change their mind on that. Um, why do you think some of those myths have existed of, no, we can't do DevOps on mainframe environments? Uh, do you want to start, Jeff? I think I will. Um, and then I'm sure Anna's got some thoughts that she'll, she'll want to contribute. Um, you know, it's certainly a reality within the industry that we're going through a generational shift around our uh, leadership for IT, whether it's infrastructure or application development. Um, there are those who are still working daily, like myself, who represent the traditions of IT from the very beginnings back in the 1960s. Um, and then there are others who ha are certainly much younger and, and certainly have much different experiences, uh, which may not include any exposure to the mainframe. Um, and as a consequence, there might be some uh, resistance. There might be a little bit of anxiety uh, about the technology. And it can be formidable to approach if you don't have uh, appropriate background. The things that we love to talk to, though, is that the mainframe as traditional technology still performs incredibly important roles mm -hmm. uh, within the enterprise. And at the end of the day, DevOps is much more about technique than technology, and it can apply as easily to mainframe and should as it does to any other part of the IT infrastructure. Anna, do you have some thoughts to build on that? Sure. Uh, you know, as I think about the generation gap that you're talking about you know i kind of come on the the other end but i'm gen x and so we were the generation that said oh the mainframe's dying right <laughs> so uh you know that obviously i've learned that's totally wrong and the generation coming after is coming into 
learn the mainframe and realize how powerful it is, right? And so I think a lot of the leaders that are coming in are, are coming from this generation that didn't even think about mainframe for a while, right? And so they did all their planning and their agile transformation and their DevOps transformations, thinking about the cloud and all of their Windows and Linux and Unix servers and didn't even think about the mainframe. And so I think that's the other side of the gap that happens um, as the younger leaders are coming up. Um, you know, especially, I would say, blame my generation the most, right? <laughs> because there's this gap. And uh, learn more and make sure you're talking to both ends of the spectrum and learn about crossing the gap. And actually, the, the way I like to phrase it now is far less to use jargon like generational gap, yeah. but instead talk about generational bridge, because that's what I'm saying. That's so much um, better. We're, we're seeing that the, um, the younger IT professionals are identifying that there's great opportunity to work with mainframe in the coming years. And so we see millennials, um, or, or is it Gen Y, the, the generation after yours, Anna, mm -hmm. who, who are stepping forward and saying, this is really interesting. The mainframe does all the technologies that supports all of the technologies that I learned in uni, uh, university. Uh, I can do Java. I can do TCP IP connections. I've got great sources for strong cryptography. Uh, it supports Unix. Uh, I can put Linux onto a uh, mainframe LPAR. This is a good space to be in. And so more and more, we're seeing that the, the people we engage with are a mix of, of people that are my age with the, the, the white beard or the gray beard and a mix of a young, fresh faces that are really eager and really excited to get involved and who come predisposed to new techniques such as DevOps. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many important things that both of you said. One is that in DevOps, there is no technology definition of what it applies to. And it's very easy to associate it with cloud native and maybe newer applications because that's where it's sort of grew up initially. But DevOps is really about how we create software, not what technology we use to create software. So, and it's about how teams collaborate. It's about how you share information. It's about how you get different functions from the business together in a collaborative team, kind of do things earlier in the process, do automation. All of that applies to the mainframe, of course, and there's tools to do much of what we've talked about. Maybe you can say a little bit about how, how people approach DevOps in the mainframe environment. You wanna go, Anna? Anna? Right, well, you know, when you approach DevOps in the mainframe environment, it's not so much just about the mainframe environment, but the company, the whole, um, the whole organization has to be behind DevOps and there has to be leadership saying, hey, this is something we need across silos, right? Um, and then you have to look at the tools available to you. The DevOps is a lot about the tool chain itself. There's hundreds of tools in that tool chain. And so you have to start looking for solutions that are going to meet your needs and help you cross those silos. You know, it's certainly true that everybody resists change. I think that's an innate part of, of human nature. But uh, both Anna and I have seen that things of this nature can come forward, can be used with teams that are um, mainframe-centric, perhaps uh, have been doing things the way they've been doing them for 10 years or 20 years or, or 30 years. Um, and, and there's natural resistance. Gosh, you know, I've done things the way I've done them successfully for so long. Why should I change? Uh, 
certainly I've seen agile adopted by mainframe development teams, sometimes kicking and screaming. But once the resistance curve is overcome, um, it becomes very productive and becomes very natural. And I think we're at that stage now um, in, in terms of adoption of DevOps for the entire enterprise infrastructure from um, Windows all the way to the mainframe and on to the cloud um, and, and even on to mobile, um, e even as there are initial uh, reactions of going, you know, how can this apply? This is not something I learned when I went to my classes to know, learn more about um, the mainframe at Share in 1995 or 1985. Mm -hmm. um, but, but we have proof points. We have large international enterprises. We have small regional enterprises that are coming forward and saying, I must have mainframe. It plays a critical role for things that I need to do, particularly around payments processing, um, anything that needs highly available, real-time, online, absolute, reliable performance. Um, and it is only part of my infrastructure. And I need to treat how I develop there the same way I treat developing anywhere else. You're talking about also uh, so many apps are not just a mobile app, right? There's a whole back into it. Oftentimes sharing data, even talking transactions in between mm -hmm. multiple systems. One of those or multiple may, maybe mainframe applications. Mm -hmm. You know, and if I step back for a minute and think about our current environment and how much things have accelerated and doing sort of these digital transformation, you know, digital experiences for customers, uh, you know, organizations are looking to both strategically move quicker, but also be able to react opportunistically and sometimes, you know, based on conditions. And it seems like that, some of the flexibility with DevOps makes it easier to coordinate some of those activities across multiple applications. So if you do have to do three different releases to make up one new capability, that comes together much easier. It does. Uh, you know, the, the thing that I always look to as I engage with anything around business is, to use an old phrase, why is the juice worth the squeeze? And while we talk about DevOps a lot because of its elegance, because of its collaboration, because of the uh, ways in which it makes development easier, the, the real juice of the squeeze is time to market. The whole reason to consider DevOps is how can we get something we need to get in terms of new technology enablement to market quickly, more quickly than we did before, but stop, not sacrifice quality. And that's what we see time and time again is we, we have something we need to get to market. I want to present new capabilities to my customers through an app on the phone because that's where people live their digital lives. But at the back end, it's dependent upon the mainframe for things such as account balances, uh, customer statuses, uh, an unending list of capabilities that still remain on the platform as the best place for that type of activity to occur. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about um, just the recent experiences with reactions to COVID and contactless delivery. Inventory, product inventories are often something that's still on the mainframe, has been for a long time. And now, you know, retail stores, as well as a lot of others, have to be able to maintain a really accurate enough 
inventory and also present that to the customer so they know mm-hmm. what store can I go at to pick up whatever I'm looking at buying. Um, I'm curious too, I know that ASG Technologies has some, some of your own products, your own technology around this, or- this idea of orchestration across platforms because you work both mainframe and non-mainframe environments. Uh, talk to us a little bit about how you approached coming up with that product and maybe a little bit about how it works, what it does. Sure, I'll jump in for a little bit here. Um, you know, you talk about orchestration, that's combining your tool chain, right? You've got all the little pieces of your DevOps tool chain and you need to figure out how to connect all the dots and bring it together. And, you know, ASG has been doing automation and orchestration for a long time, but we've changed our focus uh, into bringing in the development part of that tool chain, right? There's operations has been kind of a focus of automation for a long time. Uh, and now we have to pull in all of the, the development pieces that happen and the configuration management that happens and all of those, there's lots of little tools there, right? So we haven't tried to come at the market as trying to provide all the tools, um, but we're trying to provide some of them, right? And we definitely want to orchestrate as many as possible, right? And, and cover the entire environment for the customer. On the mainframe, the most popular thing we've been working with recently is JCL management. Um, every mainframe is running JCL, right? Nothing happens on the mainframe without it. And so making sure that there's a DevOps interface to your JCL management solution is really important. And so we've made an investment in making sure that ours has both an Eclipse plugin that makes it easier for the developers to interface with that JCL, as well as a RESTful web service API so that it can be integrated with um, building of the products and crossing across the silos to other products. Mm-hmm. And certainly in the approach that we've taken, uh, we, we look to be a good citizen of the DevOps enterprise community. Uh, in, in the work that Anna and her team have done, uh, we ensure that we support the most popular integrated development environments for uh, doing this sort of work. So the, uh, the JCL quality assurance and management uh, offerings that we have for the mainframe are also certified for the CompuWare Topaz integrated development environment and for the IBM, uh, what, what's the name of it again, Anna? It's IDZ. A- IDZ, the I, what, what was the rational development environment yes. but now rebranded, um, as well as any other Eclipse uh, compatible. Um, IDE that a customer may want to use. You know, it's interesting just thinking about all the, the number of the terms that you both used in, in just those last two comments. You know, mainframe 10 years ago, you wouldn't have been talking about, I don't think, RESTful, IDE, all the, all the tools that we kind of think of as sort of in cloud applications. It's Much of it is the same tool set, a lot of the same ideas, just working with integrating some other different tools that are specific to to the mainframe environment. It is. And, you know, I certainly want to encourage uh, those who are listening and watching, and particularly those who may be uh, ASG customers now or are considering becoming ASG customers, to join us at our Worldwide Customer Conference, a virtual conference this year, Evolve, that will be occurring on October 6th and 7th. Uh, because we will be making some significant announcements about uh, extending support in this area, uh, including opportunities for creating interfaces to mainframe applications that can extend uh, all the way to mobile 
if that's uh, of, of use to a customer. Uh, we've got a lot of excitement coming into this. We have a lot of partners and customers who are going to be presenting, um, and there's a, a great deal of energy that we'll be uh, putting forth around our DevOps support and DevOps enablement. And can folks sign up? How do they register to go to attend the virtual conference? Is that on your website? It's on our website. If you come to www.asg.com, I'm sure you'll find something right on the homepage that says Evolve 2020, and it'll give you the opportunities to get, uh, well, involved. <laughs> Evolve and involved. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the, the fact that you get to work with so many organizations that are adopting uh, adopting DevOps, Kind of curious about two, two things. How does the mainframe teams approach wanting to learn about DevOps and coming up to speed and trying it? And then how do the existing practitioners that may be outside of the mainframe group that are also using DevOps, how do they, how do they see what's happening in the organization? And how do they, do they want to participate? Do they support it? Or they're kind of not sure. What do you see happening there? Um, so, yeah, we, you know, there's a mixed feeling uh, you know, there's definitely differences between, um, you know, if it's led from the top down and people are being told they have to change, right? Um, it depends on how you've adjusted the, the expectations in your team, right? Um, helping them learn what's coming and why instead of just telling people what to do <laughs> makes mm -hmm. a huge difference, right? We're all much more interested in solving problems and learning new things, Um together. So it's really important. Conversation is held properly, right? Um, so we we have some that are really excited that they want to learn and they want to jump in from the mainframe side and grow. And then there's others that are really just struggling and pulling their mainframe teams along, right? Um, so, so one customer I think of, you know, standard on standardized on CompuWare Topaz Workbench. Um, but the developers are less interested in switching over. They have some of the, uh, the older generation who's very comfortable with the green screen and they think, why bother switching to Topaz? You know, they just don't mm -hmm. even get it. And so, you know, the truth is we really need to have solutions that meet the needs of all of the people that are part of the DevOps environment, right? So it isn't, you know, a, a very experienced mainframe programmer doesn't have to use Eclipse, right? They can be quite happy on the green screen and we should let them stay there, right? Um, so, and we do, our JCL management solutions have a very robust green screen interface. And then we bridge the, the gap, as Jeff was talking about earlier, um, with having those APIs, right? And so, yes, so the DevOps tool chain is still brought together with something like our ASG Enterprise Orchestrator, um, pulling in the code and grabbing with the API, the JCL, and making sure that the standards are applied, and then bringing them across for compiles and distribution into another environment, right? So not that you compile JCL, but there's other parts that are related. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like you asked, it's kind of a mixed bag, and we see that too, right? And as, is that the conversation becomes more common, right? I think we'll have more people who are more comfortable having that conversation and learning together. Excellent. Well, Jeff has been bitten by the Zoom bug, so he had to call in uh, from his dropping. So glad you're still with us, Jeff. You know, we were just talking about uh, the adoption process, and Anna, you were talking about how mainframe teams kind of approach this. How about the other side of it? Uh, DevOps teams that maybe aren't in the mainframe group 
maybe they've been practicing this for a while, maybe a few months, a few years. How do they see this happening? And is there collaboration? Do they pitch in? Do they tend to work together or not? not? How, how does it go? Well, some of the things I've Great seen um, actually thing goes to either end of the spectrum um, for the, the, the teams well working with like the um, more modern the technologies well, thanks so much. Uh, and they have to uh, adopt the DevOps nice very frequently. We, we find evangelists, those who have gotten to the point America. where they believe in the techniques and, and the approaches so passionately that, that they're out there actually promoting them everywhere they can. It's, it's much like what we saw with the uh, adoption of Agile in the last decade. We're, we're seeing that same sort of passion surround this, uh, this approach to development uh, in this decade. I, you know, it's one of those things we, we have to keep in mind. DevOps was not even a term within the industry until 2009. I mean, it's barely a decade old. And it's in this last five years that we have seen the acceleration for adoption. Now, having said that, you know, there certainly are always going to be pockets within any enterprise where, again, there's resistance. Uh, there are those who are not looking for change and those that perhaps while they uh, have uh, embraced the DevOps approaches for their um, distributed systems or cloud development, uh, look at the ideas of what they have to change or adapt to on the uh, mainframe side and, and really don't want to go there. Uh, the idea that uh, there are, might be a long compile that has to be done on the mainframe before the next um, step in the DevOps process can occur will we'll cause some uh, a little bit of agita. And that's why it's so important we need to take a look at the strategies that are necessary for DevOps success. Um, I think that's something that you speak to very eloquently, Mitch. Uh, and out of those steps, the, the one that I think is so critically important is culture shift. Mm -hmm. uh, just like with agile adoption, DevOps adoption needs support from the top, and it needs to be constantly vocal support to help people pull through these, these resistance curves. Resistance curves are natural, and the quicker an enterprise gets through them, uh, the quicker they get to a point that they're delivering new capabilities to market much more quickly. Well, thanks right. for your kind words about the culture, too, and I want to get your thoughts on this, Anna. Yeah, culture is, is, is a lot of things, but I think we're all human in, at the end of the day, and none of us want to look dumb, right? We don't want to tackle something we don't know if we can learn or maybe not kind of look so good in front of our peers if we're, we're the ones behind the curve. And I think something that can help combat that is one of the principles of DevOps is sharing, is really, it's collaborating, but it's also sharing, sharing scripts, process, tools, content, yeah, methods, uh, all, all of those kind of things, which are, which if you truly adopt DevOps, as you said, Jeff, you, you can be an advocate and then also help people with that transition. And very quickly, you know, they kind of get over that curve of, okay, all right, I'm not, I, I'm familiar with this, as you mentioned, Anna, I can still use my green screen or many of the tools that I'm already using, I'm just adding to kind of what I've been doing. So your, your thoughts, Anna? Right. Well, you know, I've recently been having other conversations with partners about this culture shift and it's become really clear with other companies that are supporting DevOps and those initiatives that you really have to have not just buy-in from your senior management. You've got to have 
active support. You know, they have to sponsor the change because we've also seen companies who don't go through the change. They fail if it's from the bottom up only in the senior leadership says, okay, yeah, sure. That's a great idea, but they're not actually, you know, investing in it themselves. The Mm -hmm. team, when they hit road bumps, because they will, it's not, you know, switching to DevOps doesn't happen overnight. I think we all know that. And over time, you're going to hit roadblocks and you're going to get discouraged. And who is it that's going to lift you up? Now, hopefully there's evangelists that'll help keep pulling you through and encouraging you. Um, But at the end of the day, if your senior management isn't coming back in to say, hey, guys, we believe in this process. It's worth fixing. Uh, We're going to invest in whatever it takes to solve this problem. Then they're encouraged to keep moving forward, right? But, uh, you know, there is the difference happening out there where the leadership isn't always invested in it. And so that's what we're really encouraging when it comes to that culture shift that has to happen. Make sure you get the not just buy-in, but investment mm-hmm. from your senior leadership. Hugely important. And it goes back to the, why are we doing this question that you mm-hmm. talked about? Also, Jeff, you talked about uh, really responding quickly and getting software out to market more quickly. And today's situation with COVID and uncertain as well as very quickly changing conditions, you know, something could very easily come down from product management or whoever to, the development teams and say, okay, we need to add this capability or change how we're doing something. And the team's ability to react quickly, I mean, they, they already do today, but even more quickly under these circumstances, I think, demonstrates the value yes. not only of DevOps, Absolutely. but also of those teams. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's always a virtue to be able to get to market quickly. And in the current period of the, the pandemic, um, it, it's a virtue that actually can impact lives on a broad scale um, as the different um, national governments are taking the steps that they need to take to provide stimulus and secure the the safety of their their populations during all of this disruption one of the things we've Careful seen is there. that there have to be changes to critical traditional mainframe systems mm-hmm. for all of this to happen. Uh, certainly the uh, unemployment compensation that was distributed here in the U.S. Um, touched legacy traditional systems at the state level that perhaps have not been um, actively developed for some period of years. And certainly those uh, government enterprises or commercial enterprises that were pre-prepared to apply their DevOps techniques to making those changes to their traditional uh, offerings, uh, traditional applications uh, were better prepared to deal with this and to deal with the ongoing change as our governments try to figure out how to stabilize economies and get us through this this challenging time. You're absolutely right. And that's one example of many. I mean, there's the insurance claims processing to get your you know, request fulfilled quickly, you know, new medicines, all of that kind of thing. There's so many areas where mainframe technology is involved today. Well, I wish we could keep going. Maybe I have to come to the conference and <laughs> to continue yeah, really the conversation. <laughs> but, you would uh, always just, be welcome. Well, I appreciate that very much. And so just a reminder for our audience, of, of the Evolve Conference is on October 6th and 7th. Go to the ASG.com website to find out how to register. Absolutely recommend doing that. And as I mentioned earlier, we have a, a report, research report coming out 
uh, the working title uh, of that report, I think, was uh, Five Critical Strategies for DevOps and Mainframe. Uh, so we'll see, maybe that title will stick or something close to that. I'm excited to get that out because that's been a great effort working with you. Well, Anna Murray, thank you very much. Uh, Jeff Charrington, also, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. And thank folks, you, stay safe. Yep. Absolutely. All right, thank you. you and thank you for joining us as well today and listening. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com. Have a great day. Be careful out there. <laughs>